Will I have you open? 
shaking hands in hand The night was so exciting His smile was so inviting Oh, and then he took my cheek one that is i'd like to welcome you to the premiere edition of tonight on the rocks how about a round of applause for the band the community well, we've got an awesome show lined up for you tonight our first guest fresh after world tours funny lady extraordinaire christine levine we also have internationally known talk show host ed foreman and give it up for your host the curly haired adonis the Sex Panther himself, Richie Stratton. Community, everybody, clap for the community. 
house band fantastic. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the premiere show of tonight on The Rocks. Yes! Be excited. We're doing a brand new talk show with the same format they've done since the 60s. So, yes, congratulations. Innovative and old. It's good. I'm your host. My name's Richie Strat, and I'll be hosting uh, every Tuesday here. And I do not know where to put the microphone stand. Obviously, it's good. We're at some growing pains. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited that you're here to witness this first show. Let's just get into it. What do you say? I'm going to tell my monologue. I'm going to tell my monologue jokes that we wrote. Yeah, this is actually the best story. I'm going to start off with the best story I heard all year in Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, this Christmas, a Colorado boy opened up his present and found a refurbished Nintendo DS 3D, 3DS, with a substantial amount of porn on it. That was awesome. He was heard saying, best gift ever. It was absolutely, yeah. What do you want for Christmas? I don't know, but I got a fetish. Mm, it's so exciting for him. I'm happy with it. In San Jose, this is true news. In San Jose, a man was arrested. He was detained for running around naked with a samurai sword. That's true. Reporters, actually, they, they tried to find another naked swordsman to comment, but sadly, there can be only one. So there's that. I know. Thank you. We actually had two Highlander references in our writing session and I uh, could only use one of them. All right, so there we go. Adele, good news for Adele, people. That's right, famous singer Adele. She has actually won second year in a row Billboard's Top Artist of the Year. Give it up for her. Yeah, I know. She promptly celebrated by eating. All right. Because she's fat. All right. There have been reported uses, this is true, the reported uses of bath salts is on the rise, ladies and gentlemen, in the military. In the U.S. Army, bath salts has risen drastically. Uh, quick suggestion, stop recruiting juggalos. All right. Let's solve a lot of that problem. I'm a juggalo. I don't know how to do the fork thing. Anyway, social conservative and syndicated columnist Ann Coulter, I know we all love her in Portland, yes, actually said, this is true, she said that if she had a kid and it turned out to be gay, she would say that that kid is adopted. And I thought that was just fantastic. That's great. But of course, it would have to be adopted because the only thing coming out of that snatch is vampire bats. So, there we go. She's a horrible person, is what I'm saying. Clap for her bigotry. Hey, I love that. So I did say snatch. I did, because we're not on FCC. This is a talk show that is not going to be bogged down by the FCC rules. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let me go to my ghetto teleprompter. Awesome. Okay. 1.4, this is true. This is international news. $1.4 million worth of ivory was recovered from Hong Kong. Uh, that's true. That recently happened. They, uh, tried to, we tried to reach uh, the elephants for comment, but they simply rotted. So that's, I know it's a really sad elephant joke, but you'll never forget it. So there we go. Ha! It was worth it for the tag. Okay. I know you're very excited about this in TV news, ladies and gentlemen. Upcoming season four of Cougar Town. Who's excited about that? Yes, a few people. The creators said that there is going to be, there is going to be way more nudity in the upcoming season of Cougar Town. The watchers of Cougar Town responded by going, no! Because they're ugly and saggy. All right, so there we go. Oh, good. These jokes are killing. The Mars rover Curiosity, ladies and gentlemen, actually sent back pictures 
from the planet's surface recently. That is, including a self-portrait, which was really technical. What they had to do is it had to extend the camera arm out like this, right? Face it towards itself, suck in its cheeks, and tilt it over like it's being a little naughty. Tighten the ass and then take the picture. Mm, there we go. It later reported, it texted back to its people. It said, uh, said, wish I was with my besties at NASA. Oh, miss ya. This job sucks, JK. TTYL, miss ya, bitches. Anyway, so that's what it said, because it's a 16-year-old girl. All right, that's how the joke works. An Eagle Creek man, this is true and semi-local. An Eagle Creek man actually is serving three, three and a half years. This is true, three and a half years for killing a man with a single punch. And thus ends the life of Can't Take a Punch Jones. So that's really sad for him. Really shitty nickname. I really don't know why he chose that. So there we go. And, uh, oh, this is true. This is upcoming news. In upcoming news, on the 15th, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Gaga's going to be in town. Who's excited about that? Lady Gaga. In a related story, uh, well, the thing is, the tickets for the Lady Gaga, they're going on sale. They're starting around $60. Uh, you can also, if you want, just go to Darcell's for $15. Ladies and gentlemen, those are my jokes. Thank you so much. I am so excited, ladies and gentlemen. The first show. I'm just excited to get this thing started. I'm very happy. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. This show. I think I like the other show. That'll get better. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, seri- uh, I mean, the first show, and I just did the mall. I don't know. What are you talking about, man? Same lights, dickhead. Set, you know, set up I'm 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 open to suggestions, so what tell me about these food segments. Go ahead. Whatever. That actually sounds great. Why did they? Why are they? Why are they gone? Oh, Sucks they're that they're still around, my friend. Are, oh, okay. They're still around. I know the name of the, the talk show host that you need to watch out. Oh, for. fine. Who do I need to watch out for? His name is Mr. Fred Meyer. That's the best talk show I've seen. That's a that's a big business, dude. All right, listen, dude, that's a fucking grocery store. That's not a talk show. Goddamn difference. I don't know. They got a studio audience. They got a studio audience. Those are customers, dickhead. Where's your show's on-site butcher? It's not. You don't have a butcher. <laughs> this is a talk show, and you're talking about a grocery store. Know the difference. You do not! Yeah, I do. One time, I canceled this talk show, and no one from this day has ever heard of Trader Joe's. <laughs> Goddamn grocery store! That is a grocery store! Not when you're feeling full of feral cats at night. What are you talking about, feral cats? I'm just saying, try booking a guest when there's cat piss all over your talk show. What the fuck? Who, 
we have a roadie for this. We have a roadie specifically for it. What the hell, man? Ev, take care. Just take care of it, man. Just take care of it. All right, I'll take care of it. Get the fuck out. I can't argue with that. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you this right now. I'm telling you right now. Richie, all of you guys need to know. I once canceled a show called Wendy's and Beaverton. That's arson, you asshole. That's arson. Hey, give it up for Ev, everybody, our roadie, getting rid of our heckler. Seriously. All right, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, gosh. Our stage manager, everybody. This is Amanda, everybody, our stage manager. Making sure everything's gone. Making sure those jokes stay in the vault so we can use them again. All right. Welcome to the Dream Factory, motherfuckers. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first, and I hope, what's going to become a long-standing segment here on Tonight on the Rocks. I'm going to bring up, I'm not a very religious man personally, but I know a man who knows a little bit about God, and he's going to teach us about him right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to start this show off by introducing you to the anti-reverend Dan Weber in a segment we like to call Weekly Sacrilege, everybody. Give it up for Dan Weber. Hello, children. Welcome to the Weekly Sacrilege. Today we're going to talk about three things. One, a really weird Bible verse. Two, how God is like a meth-addicted biker. And three, why evangelicals should avoid making any predictions ever. The first verse, the first verse we're going to talk about is in the story of Moses. If you're not familiar with Moses, he was a Jew that was raised as an Egyptian prince and was told by a god that he didn't worship, that he had to go save a people he didn't know from a horrible oppression by his own fucking people. And as he's doing it, God's like, look, man, you got to fucking do this for me from a burning bush because he took a bunch of mushrooms. He's high as shit. He doesn't know what's going on. And the bush is like, you got to go save my people. And Moses is like, I don't think I'm the guy for the job, man. Like, I don't talk good, and I don't know these Jew people anyway. Why would I care? And God's like, no, fuck you, just do it. So he's like, fine, I'll fucking go. And he goes and gets his family. And as he's leaving the city he's from, which is not anywhere near fucking Egypt, God shows up on the road and says, I'm going to murder you now, bitch. And Moses is like, fine, fuck it, just do it. I don't care anymore. I'm so sick of your horrible bullshit. But his wife has a different idea. So she picks up a piece of flint off the ground, grabs her son, 12-year-old son's dick, circumcises him on the spot with the stone, throws the bloody foreskin at God and says, now you are my bridegroom in blood. And God says, cool, man, and leaves. That's, <laughs> that's how that ends. Bible scholars all agree this is a very difficult passage to interpret in a Christian manner. <laughs> But here's the thing, like, my favorite thing about this, first of all, God just wanted a spritzer of dick blood on his feet. He could have just asked for it, first of all. Secondly, it reminds me, God is totally like a meth-addicted biker. If you've ever partied with somebody who does that shit, you start out at a bar and you do some shots, and it's nice. Everybody's having a good time. And then they're like, oh, we're going to go to another bar. And you're like, I think I'm going to kick it here. No, you're going to the other bar. And you're like, all right, I guess I am now. 
And you tag along, and then you're hanging out, doing a few more shots, and then pretty soon he just takes a knife and stabs it into the table. He says, I could gut you like a fish right now, leave you in the desert, wouldn't mean shit to me, boy. And then you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> this fucking party took a turn for the worse. I'm going to flee. That's what Moses should have done, fleed. But no, he just kept going. Because why wouldn't you follow the thing that wanted to murder you for no fucking reason? And the only reason he didn't is because you gave him your son's, part of your son's dick. Of course. Of course. So some evangelicals recently, uh, two, I don't remember their names, they're all the same, who gives a fuck? <laughs> two guys decided I was going to make some predictions for 2013. And because they're shitty at predicting things, obviously, they predicted the end of the world for my entire life hasn't happened yet. Suck at it. They decided to hedge their bets. The first two, two, first two predictions they made, one, in some time in 2013, there will be a very large storm somewhere on Earth. And two, there will probably be violence somewhere, maybe even in the Middle East. Good job, Nostradamus. Well done. Of course there is. But then they decided, okay, now that we've got two, they're for sure going to work. Let's go off the reservation. The second, the next one was liberal Christianity and Islam will merge together in some sort of horrible damn Yankee super religion <laughs> by the name of Christlam. Because everybody knows that Islam is the most liberal of religions, right? Like, you can't. Look, they make women wear veils, and they murder them if they get raped. That's not liberal. I'm sorry. <laughs> liberal Christians, look, the Venn diagram between evangelical Christians and fucking Islam basically only doesn't assume Allah, Yahweh is different, and then that's pretty much it. They're pissed about not inventing the burqa. That's what Christians are pissed about. <laughs> If they could have fucking invented the burqa, they fucking would have. But they're like, now it's an Islam thing. It just looked weird if we did it too. <laughs> the last prediction, the one that's probably the least likely to fucking happen, they predicted that every state that recently legalized marijuana will in 2013 legalize the ability to marry your pets or your cell phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is weird to me because the only really weird thing about, because basically what they said was any state that would legalize marijuana is capable of anything. Like legalizing marijuana is something weird. Like all the states that did it, 75% of the people there smoke dope. It's just called democracy, guys. They just fucking, <laughs> fucking, it's a moral majority. Fuck you. But also, like you really can't do that. Marijuana is not a gateway to bestiality. It's just a gateway to heroin. Everybody knows that. <laughs> All right, friends, uh, now that I've all damned you to hell, enjoy the rest of the show. Good night. Dan Weber, everybody. Weekly Sacrilege, brought to you by Dan Weber. I'm so excited that's there. Oh, my goodness. The community's got it down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is great. This is great. How are we doing so far? We're doing fantastic. Of course we are. What? I'm, I'm good on bananas, man. I'm in the middle of a fucking show, dude. Well, as a VIP, I can, I can give you one. As a VIP. I'm the only VIP up there. You, 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 
you came into the VIP section with fruit. Yeah, you don't look good. You don't look good at all. I will. Thanks. I mean, thank you. I don't. I don't look. Do you okay. Want a banana? Not like that. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Oh, do I want really? a banana? vitamin C and you're going to give him a fucking banana. Really? Yeah. I don't, I'm fine, guys. It's, no, this, hold on. No, he, there, there's better than this. It, look, look, man, th- he needs a pomegranate. He needs, he needs a pomegranate stack. You're giving him a fucking banana. Well, really? that's, that's a lot of seeds, guys. Add a pomegranate? Yeah, they're it's fucking hard. It's hard to eat. You're basically giving him work. It's your fucking like work. It's delicious. I don't, I don't mind. I thought pomegranates were only used for, like, mixed drinks with sluts. <laughs> <laughs> fine, how about, how about a fucking kiwi? I like Let's kiwi. Do a kiwi. These are high in vitamin B6. Whatever uh, makes you leave, guys. Actually high in iron. Uh, little known fact about the Cosmo character was initially called Kiwi Man. Well, that's that fell flat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. I uh, no, no, not with a joke like that. <laughs> These say the residents uh, of New Zealand from scurvy for years. Oh. Uh-huh. It does look like his one nut. I got fine. How about an apple? An apple a day keeps the doctor away, and they're loaded in vitamin C. There we go. An apple. I'm a sexy teacher. What can I say? If you want vitamin C, fucking bam! An orange. Cover Bronco. Which one do you want, Richie? I really can't compare the two. Um, (laughs) So, no, no. I talked to you at the writing session. This is an after-the-show thing, but that's cool. Whatever, we can do that. You're not going to be tired now, are you? Huh? No, I'm not going to be tired. I can't really condone you doing coke. Yes, I can. But if you're, you're going to do it, fucking do eat it with a fucking banana. It's just laced with tryptidine. What? With tryptidine? Yes. Dude, come on. That shit. <laughs> Fruit on coke. What am I, Lance Bass? Come on, dude. Let's try again. New. Um. It's a fine kiwi. I don't. Guy, I don't really understand. I can just do the coke. I, I don't want the banana. I don't really want. I just want the coke. This doesn't Okay. Uh, Look, kiwis, awesome for you. These are a loaded a blood helper. I really don't think I'm gonna. You know, we have a roadie for this exact reason. Hey, Ev. Honestly, it didn't look right. like either of those guys ever eat fruit. I just I wanted really to fucking don't say that. I don't think they ever eat fruit. fucking fruit, never. I think their favorite fruit is beef. All right. That was awkward. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage right now, I have a fantastic comedian that I cannot wait for her to tell you some jokes. She is going to make you laugh, and she's going to make you think. I love her. I love her to pieces. I'm so happy that she decided to come on and be our first Comedic guest, ladies and gentlemen, just come on, just coming off the biggest tour ever, ever, the very, very funny Christine Levine. Everybody, clap for Christine Levine. Hey, I want this all the time. 
talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have to show you guys my shirt. Can I do that? fucking hard right now. Okay, uh, yeah, I did. I just went on a tour with these uh, two other dudes, Andrew Ouellette and Morgan Preston, and we were in the car for almost a month straight together all across these United States, and um, uh, neither one of them fucked me. No. Yeah, what? I know. I called them faggots every single day on the tour. What's wrong with you faggots? Why wouldn't they fuck me? Why wouldn't they just corn con me? Why not just put it in one end and one in the other? And I was like, listen, I'm kind of fat and I have a really long torso. You're not even going to touch tips. It doesn't even matter. Just, just put it in me. Just somebody touch me. Like around day two, I was so horny. I was like putting up my ass out the window of the van while we rode down the highway. I just wanted some love. They wouldn't fuck me. I don't know why. And I just kept telling them, listen, I'm an alcoholic. I'm going to pass out <laughs> eventually. <laughs> right? I will drink too much. But they just they wouldn't do it. And I was like, what's wrong with you fucking homos? I have a pretty face for a fat girl. Right? Woo! Yes! face for a fat girl. I grew up my whole life hearing that. You got a pretty face for a fat girl. And I always had some asshole pinching my cheeks, you know, lording it over me. And I was like, oh my God, thank you, Dad. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> my dad told me that um, when I got older, he said that if I didn't lose weight, that no good men were ever going to want me. And I was like, really, Dad? I'm just going to get fucked by other comedians and karaoke DJs my whole life? Hmm. Seems about right. Um, but you know what? That's not really true, actually. I grew up, you know, and I grew out. I actually got fatter. And then not only do a lot of good men want me, but some of you fucking bad girls do, too. Woo! Right, Bianca? Ah. I know. Bianca and I... Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That was... Cheers to that, Bianca. <laughs> right, Richie? Okay. Yeah. Can't swing a cat by its tail without hitting one of you fucks in the room. Oh my god, in the head. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, I have children. Yes, I'm a very, very good mother. I love my little fat kids. I've got three big fat moon faced houseplants holding down my couch at home. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I was on tour for over a month. I didn't call my kids once. You know why? Because they didn't leave the house. They were right where I fucking left them when I came home. <laughs> They were just, they're just, they're like marshmallows that got really good at video games. Those are my children. And I have a problem right now with our first lady. Michelle Obama doesn't want me to have fat children. Michelle Obama wants to get rid of fat children in these here United States. And I need a call to action that we need to stop this bitch. What the fuck is she trying to do getting rid of all the fat kids? What's next, Michelle Obama? Nobody can be retarded? You want us all to look the same? Is that your fucking problem? She's got, a, she's got a thing. She's got a thing to eradicate fat children. She's got a thing called letsmove.org. It's a whole organization about stopping fat kids. Yeah, and in it she says that, that uh, the key to keeping kids off the streets is activity. This is how stupid she is. She doesn't even know. The key to keeping kids off the streets is inactivity. <laughs> right? 
fucking dumb bitch. Step off my fucking fat kids, lady. I like it. I raised fat children with a purpose on purpose. I bred with another large-sized land mammal on purpose so that I would have the slow children because I'm a lazy parent and I don't like moving either. I have friends that have the skinny, busy kids that are always doing shit all the time, you know? And, like, I call my girlfriends. And I'm like, hey, you want to hang out? And they go, oh, God, Christine, I wish I could, but I can't. I've got to take Hunter and Aiden to soccer practice and karate and buttoning class and little aviators club calligraphy. We're just so busy, busy, busy. I, oh, okay. I told one of my girlfriends. I said, you know what you have done? You've just figured out a way to pay other people to spend time with your goddamn kids so you don't have to. Genius. <laughs> I have never been able to do that. I've always been too stupid and too broke, so I can't do that. You know what I have to do? I am a good goddamn mother, and I actually spend time with my children. That's what I do. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. All right. Woo, me. Well, this is what I do, though. My kids, the entire time, now they're teenagers now, when they were growing up, the whole time, I mean, they come home from school, and I am there for them. They come home, and the first thing I do is I get into my box of wine, and then I take half a Valium, and then me and the kids, we sit around the TV, and we make fun of the people on intervention. Yeah. This is the whole deal. I use intervention, that TV show, I use it as a teaching tool for my children. I've explained to them, I'm like, hey, kids, come and look at this. Like, there's this lady on the TV, and she's, like, digging through her own garbage like she's a hobo trying to get more vodka. And I'm like, see how dumb she is, kids? And my oldest son, Christopher, goes, yeah, she's really stupid. Why doesn't she just have one of her own kids, like, refill her glass for her? Okay, right, Christopher? Totally. Now, also... I try to tell them. I'm like, this woman is not an alcoholic. She doesn't love alcohol. She hates herself. There's a fucking difference. I, on the other hand, genuinely love alcohol. I'm like, I tell the kids, I'm like, mommy is a drunk. Mommy is an alcoholic. This bitch is a self-hater. There's a total difference. She doesn't love drinking. She hates herself. I love drinking. And the kids are like, well, well, what's the difference? Mom, and I go, here's the difference. Mommy has never had CSD show up at the house. I've never had a judge tell me I can't drink or do drugs. I've never had anybody send me to rehab or anything. And the whole reason I structure my life in such a way that I can't actually ever get intervention or go to rehab and never get into trouble is so I can continue to drink and do drugs. That is the only purpose. <laughs> I am not a fuck up because I love fucking up. Does that make sense to anybody? I love it. Cheers to that. Thank you. Let's do that. Cheers to that. Fuck yeah, let's go. Okay. Everybody drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Booze have bought a house together. We're in love. We're not going anywhere. I um I had a child molester move into my neighborhood once. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, actually, it wasn't that bad. You know, uh, I was the only parent on my block that didn't give a shit about that, you know. Because my kids don't go anywhere. Like, how is he even going to know that I have children? Is he going to smell us while we're waddling to the car to go to Burger King? I don't think so. <laughs> Dude is a child molester, not a bodybuilder. Like, how is he even going to have the strength to come over to my house and lift the window and heft one of my little dough balls out across the street? <laughs> Back to his pervert leg. 
It was just laughable to me. All the other parents freaking out, you know. And I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I had a mom tell me. She was like, you're not taking this very seriously, Christine. Like, oh, yeah, right. Okay, let me explain this to you, lady. Listen, do you really think that one of these, like, this guy can get my kids to suck his dick? They don't even eat broccoli. (laughs) It's never going to work. Of course, the worst part was, like, that um, my, my daughter, being very, very sensitive, she could tell that I didn't care about this dude. She, like, the kids, all the kids knew because the whole neighborhood's freaking out, and I was just like, fuck it, who gives a shit? Make me a drink. I just didn't care. And, and my daughter was so funny. She comes up to me when she was little, and she was like, Mommy, aren't you a little afraid the bad man's going to get us? <sighs> I mean, okay, look, I had to tell her. I was like, it's a very hard conversation to have with, like, even when you're girlfriends, but try looking at a chubby little eight-year-old and going, Honey, he's just not that into you. That dude is never going to fuck you. I'm sorry, lady. Nope. No way. There are people that are deciding not to have children now. Who are you? Child-free people? No kids? Oh, good for you guys. Good, Bianca. Good. Not out of that beautiful pussy. Do not. No. You too, probably. Yeah, good for you. Good, good. I appreciate that. I don't, I don't, I want to say this, though. I don't really understand uh, child-free people. I get it. I appreciate your choice, but... When you, when you meet a breeder like me, though, don't fucking explain to me your choice. I don't need to know. Like, I don't care. I don't want to hear why. Because I was a young mom, a teen mom, you know, and I just tripped and some dick fell into me and I got pregnant. That's what happened to me. Yeah, like, I remember when my kids were little and they asked me how they got here, and I was like, I point to vodka and go, I don't know, mommy drinks. I don't fucking, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> right? Pretty sure there's sperm in vodka and then... You just show up. You're all right. So I don't know. I, I don't. I just don't want to hear it because people just always want to explain to me why they don't want children, and I'm like, oh come on, don't tell me that shit. Don't say you love other people's kids and not your own. That's a bunch of shit. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, nobody loves other people's children. They suck. Other people's kids fucking suck, and you guys know it. No, no. The only reason you don't want kids, let me see if I can guess. It's because you, you know, you like sleeping whenever you fucking want, right? Am I close? Oh, yeah, you like sleeping. Oh, or maybe you had a hope and or dream that you wanted to attain someday. Like, right? Oh, film school maybe, right? Christine, nope. Had a baby. Okay. Or maybe, maybe you just don't want your pussy looking like you swallowed a dog and it chewed its way out. That's a good one. Shut up. Shut up. Mm. Speaking of dogs, speaking of dogs, I will say this about dogs. Um, you child-free people, if you have dogs, I just want to warn you, your dogs are not your goddamn kids. Or your cat, Bianca. Stop it. No. No. No, it's not true. It's not true. No, it is not your dog. No, your dogs are not your kids. And I have friends of mine that have two Frenchie Bulldogs, Rascal and Roscoe. They're like, these are ki- No, that is not your kid. No, no, I'll explain no. to you the difference, just like I did to my friends. No, I'll explain to you the difference. The difference is, is this. When my daughter got a broken leg, I couldn't look at the goddamn doctor with a straight face and go, $800? Whew. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Shit. What am I going to do now? Yes. <laughs> well, well, what? What are our options, right? What are we really talking here, Doc? 
right? I couldn't put her the fuck down. That's the difference. It wasn't on the table just because I couldn't afford it. Although, 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 I, I, I say this though, it would have been so funny if I could have gone back in the ER, little ER's like curtain room where my daughter was, and I could have just like started petting her hair and crying over her, being like, oh God, Sabrina, oh, I love you, I'm sorry. And then when my daughter, she would have been like, oh no, mom, no worries, it's a broken leg, everything's gonna be fine, I can't afford it, nobody's. Oh, wait, 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 I took off her little necklace and put it in my pocket. Oh, God. Oh, I can't watch them do it. Oh, I gotta go to Winco after this. I'm such a mess right now. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to. Go to the pound and get another one later. Are you following me, Pitbull lady? You get that shit? Picking up on her now? You got it? No, all right. Mixed feelings about you, but all right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this, um, I wanted to do this, uh, this last uh, little bit for you guys. Um, I have uh, just just one little tiny uh, little story to tell you. Um, it's sort of like a PSA announcement I, or, you know, service announcement, I feel like, for you. Um, I had a friend of mine named Lisa. I worked with at the porn store for many, many years. And uh, Lisa, she was fantastic. She's a fantastic lady. And um, one time she went to um, a party and she got a little intoxicated, as a porn clerk is wont to do on occasion, and uh, she stumbled into this guy, and this guy was, like, passing her, and they were like this, you know, and uh, she stumbled into him, and he spilled his drink, and he, like, she got a few feet away, and he was like, watch where you're going, you cunt, oh, yeah, and, uh, and Lisa set her drink down, she said, she told me a story, she said she set her drink down, and then she uh, reached up under her skirt, and she pulled out her tampon, <laughs> just one second. They deserve it. I say fucking her. They deserve everything I'm about to give them. All right. Oh, God, you guys are terrible. You guys are so terrible. Uh, so she pulls out her tampon, and she says, I asked her, like, was it a sticky one? Like, no, she's like, well, I've been in all day kind. That's the kind it'd been in. The kind that just, like, it wanted to come out. Just like, what? Like, oh, we have a job to do? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. One of those kind, right? And then, and then uh, it just whatever. And um, and Lisa, Lisa's like a little tiny lesbian lady, so you know she's an expert, expert softball player, no matter what her size, what her condition. She's just tiny and just a great aim. And uh, she whipped it around like that, and she threw her bloody damn on. I imagine it in slow motion with a little bit of beads coming off, like just like. Like that, you know, end over end, orbiting towards this guy. And it just, it beamed him right in the fucking face. Bam, like that. Splat. Oh, my God. I saw saw Lisa. I go, no, you didn't. She goes, oh, fuck, I did. And I go, oh, my God. I said, well, what did he say? What did he do say? What did he say? And she goes, what the fuck could he say? 
like, I don't fucking know. What a good point. Like, what do you say to that? Where do you go from there? I know you are, but what am I? What do you do? Where do you come back from that? You cannot. You are. This is a zero-sum game. You are done. Done. Go home. Kill yourself. Hang yourself. Nobody cares. He's the guy. Oh, is that Alan? He got beaten in the head with a bloody tampon? Yeah. I would have done that too. No, he's done. He's done. There's nothing you can do. And what I'm trying to say is like, gentlemen, like you could call us cunts all you want. I'm a cunt. I don't really care. But you know what? Listen, don't ever fucking start with that shit. Don't start with it. Because once you start there, then we don't have any other choice but then to prove that you're right. You understand? That's for my time, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. Christine Levine, everybody. So, bloody tampons. That's fun. Oh, grab a mic. Go ahead and grab a mic. Have fun with that. Ladies and gentlemen, Christine Levine once again. Right there, Christine Levine. Yeah, they, they deserved all of that. They Christine that Levine's coming. a lot of things. She's a mother. Uh-huh. She was a porn clerk. Yep. Yep, touring comedian. Uh-huh. And I want to say this. Ladies and gentlemen, when 101 KUFO, when they were happening, it was a very special time when the Marconi show... Eh, all right, fuck Marconi. But when not, the Marconi but show was happening with Jim, and then they had the tutelage of this lady, it was a special time, and I want to say that right there. It's a fantastic time for radio Thank in you. Portland. It was a heyday. It was a heyday. Do you know how hard it was to turn Marconi's reputation around? I didn't, can see I didn't win that dude over. Right, but, right. I mean, most everybody like hated his guts, and then and then I got him to like listen and stuff because right. it was really awful. Everybody hated him. Well, yeah, for. And then when he got mad at me, I was just like, "What the fuck? Nobody likes you." I'm giving you likability. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. I'm giving you credibility and likability. Shut up, Josh. And speaking of credibility, last August, you were in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes, I was. That's right. Your show was called Fat Whore. It's Give I'm... it up for the fat whore, everybody. Yay! That was fantastic. This is one fantastic fat whore. It's because I'm tiny. Right. <laughs> not because I'm not a whore. It's, it's an ironic name, I'm assuming. <laughs> it's like a fat guy named Slim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what are the two? Well, you seem to be, a lot of the tours that you go on, uh-huh. Uh, you seem to be the single female on that tour. Yeah, that's true. I am. I don't team up with a lot of ladies ever because there's just not a lot of bitches that can handle me. Right. Just, no, there's nobody. In what way? Oh, I just think I'm, they're they're too delicate. They just are like, they're very into like female like comedy and I hate women comedians by and large for the most okay. part. Okay. <laughs> you and Adam Carolla should talk. Well, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just that women aren't funny because... Um, um, it's a numbers game mostly. Sure, you know? sure. There's just there's just um, so many more men than female comedians. The ratio is probably the same, but um, right. it's also like women get promoted faster through the ranks. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So if they only have like 15 minutes, they can fuck a headliner and have 30. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that, that happen, happens. That does happen. And right, Richie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much there's time two do you have? talking on stage. It's fun. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Anyway, so my anyway. dream is to like turn it around and take a little boy on the tour on on on, on uh, a little, on the road. little yeah. That's specifically, what I want. specifically that one right over there. I don't the know. He's even a comedian. Oh uh, well, you know. But, you can but just write just, him an act. So I'm on stage. It works for a lot of <laughs> works for a lot of female comedians. <laughs> that's 
a lot of openers. But that's why that's why I think a lot of female comedians are not funny. We have a good batch in Portland, I think, right now. But we have a fantastic batch in Portland we, right what now. What we have been lacking for years. And yes. You know that, you yes. Know? And that Diversity. didn't stop any it of really those. It really has been a boys club for a very long time recently. Right. It's really come along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. This lady has been a porn clerk. For how many years were you a porn clerk? 13 years. 13 years. Yes, I worked now at a porn go, store. I'm just going to go through random things that I think you would have experienced in your job, in okay. your life. All right, go ahead. Let's Dead play body. It. Yes. All right. Uh, telling someone to, selling someone to stop using the products. Yes. Le- okay, yes. okay. And uh, or biting on them. That and or weird. biting on them. Yeah. Okay. Using them and biting them, yeah. Uh, fucking against shelves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, serious injury because of fucking against shelves. Mm, no. No, oh, no, 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 no serious injury, but um, knocking some shit over. Out? Ooh, um, gosh, I guess um, the dead body one is really the most, that was the weirdest. That was weird on so many levels. One, because after we found the dead body, um, I came home and my kids were like, Mom, what happened at work? Because they loved all the work stories. Sure. What happened at work today? Did anything great happen at work? And I was like, nope, regular day, pow. So it didn't even register with me that it was fucking weird. That was okay. that was crazy, and then you know, uh, just your whole home dead body. Yeah, I just found a dead body. They know it was me. But um, what happened was is that I was working with our fellow comedian Josh Slay, who I've gotten so many comics um, jobs. Oh there. yeah, Josh is a great guy. Right yeah. There. So we so we so Josh and I were working together. Josh was working. I was drunk somewhere else, and then came to work. As we did. Because you do. Right, right. So I show up and he's like, hey, something's wrong with the guy in Ruth 26. And I said, no problem. I'm going to check it out. Big deal. So I go and check it out. And then as soon as I could see him, I just knew that there was something wrong. Like I just saw his shoulder. And um, there's the part of me, like I knew he was dead. And then when I saw he was dead, he was his eyes open and his pants down around his ankles and um, his dick off to the side. And he was naked and dead. And sure. Dead. And, um, and then I looked to see if he'd finished and he didn't. Oh no! That was disappointing. Or he ate it. I don't know which it was. He could have just eaten it before he died. I didn't check his mouth, (laughs) but he might have. That's what I like to think is that he ate it right before he died. He died happy. I hope so. I hope so. But there was no come anywhere, and um, and then I just shut the I shut the door, and then um, this is this is what happened, and then I I I. And then, okay, so when you have a tragedy like that, for any comedian, you go, oh, my God, this is terrible. And then there's another part of you, Richie, that goes, fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! So I go out back to the counter to Josh, and he's like, hey, how's the guy in Blue 26? And they go, he's fucking great, Josh. He's dead. He's not here. He's <laughs> clocked out. He's better off than we are. And then we call 911, and this is where it gets weird. The 911 lady, I go, hey, uh, this is Christine Levine. I work at Fantasy for Little Lonely and Tiger. Um, I have a dead body in one of my booths. Can you just come get it? Like, it's a sack of shit, and it's in my way. Can you come get it? And then she's all like, um, how do you know he's dead? Like a hipster working nine one one. What's wrong with Come you? On. Yeah, and then and then she's prove like, it. Yeah, right. Well, she was like, "Oh, how do you know he's dead?" And I said, "Because I tickled him and he didn't laugh at me." What are you talking about? <laughs> and she goes, "No, like, did you start CPR? Like, are you a doctor?" And I go, "No, I just told you I'm a fucking porn clerk. Why would a doctor work at a porn store, dummy?" And then she's like, "Fine, why don't I just like send somebody out?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." And then, um, and then, but before the first responders come, I go back in the booth because I think, well, the coroner's never going to tell me what his name is, right? Right. I'm never going to know what this guy's name is. It's really important to me. You find a dead person. I just, like, 15 minutes before Josh and I had seen him alive. Well, Josh had seen him alive. And um, and he had bought bought some stuff. So 
I go back, I go back in, and um, I look through his wallet to see, um, to find his name, and I found his name, his name was Andrew Williamson, and I also found $35. Oh. <laughs> well, because if you die at the porn store, that's a finder's fee. I don't yes. take his... You're taking care of that. You you had to dial those three it, numbers. I th- yeah, I thought it's not like his wife is going to come back and be like, hey, my husband brought $35 to the porn store to jerk off with. Where is it? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I just, I just rolled him, and I took it, and Josh and I split it, and um, then the coroner came and picked him up like a sack of shit. That was it. That's the sweetest story ever. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Christine win, win. Levine, everybody. Christine Levine. Thank you so much, darling. Isn't she funny, ladies and gentlemen? She is delightful. Ah, oh, that is great. Yeah, it's funky. I like it. I'm liking the funkiness. Thank you for those that have sticking around and enjoying this fine show. We have Ed Foreman coming up real soon. But actually, we met a lady, and I'm very excited about this. Actually, met her at the at the Greyhound station. Very excited for this next guest, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, I don't know a whole lot about. I know she has a, she's an international artist, trained. Very exciting. Uh, she is a oral uh, expert, ladies and gentlemen. An oral expert. Clapping for that, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Tatiana Schnanatsky, everybody, give it up for Tatiana Schnanatsky. Schnanatsky, it's very hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Richie Stratton. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. So, uh, you have you have an opening uh, coming up. You're here for a show. Yes, I am here because of my opening. Yeah, <laughs> you're here because you're opening. And I, you're an I oral am. expert. I am. So okay. It, it is a very it, it's a big opening. Uh huh. It's a big opening. And uh, who are you opening for? So many, so many people. So many people. As an oral so expert, many. I could assume. People. So there's a lot of people, and you're opening for them as an oral expert. Well. Uh, well, go ahead and uh, just tell us more about uh, what you do as an, o- as an oral expert. Well, I, I am an expert at the oral arts. The oral arts. Oral arts. Uh-huh. And so I have, I have had a fascination, an oral fascination my whole life. And uh, really what I do is I, I find what is true about you and mm-hmm. I bring the essence forth. Right. Into the light. I do Orally. that. Oral. I do that. You do it. Go on. Tell me more. I do. I learned it. Well, I learned. I learned in art school, obviously. Sure, you learned in art school. Uh, But oral uh, stuff. But I, I, I first discovered my skills as a small child. Really, really, as a small child. Well, well, uh, well. Okay, tell me. Go on. Tell me more. As a young child growing up in Memphis, Tennessee. In Memphis, that explains the accent. That explains it. Dear Memphis. Okay. My family was very supportive of my craft. In fact, my grandfather was the first that I ever did. I'm sorry, what? His aura was so strong, I knew that I had to draw it. Oh, oh, aura. Yes, his aura. Oh, oh, so you're an, oh, an oral artist. Oral. This is far less exciting. Okay. An um, oral expert. Okay, so, so you draw auras. Then. I draw auras, yes. I draw everybody's, anybody's oh, auras, I really. Oh, Anybody's aura. Anybody, close family friends, but, uh, no, uh-huh. tourists sometimes. Right, tourists. I, in fact, I have been so moved by this show tonight that I have drawn for you the cast of your show. I oh. have created oral portraits of them all. You, you created oral portraits of my cast. Of I, the d- cast. I did, actually. Can I have my portraits, please? Okay. 
Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, we're going to see some uh, oral portraits, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, this Katiana. First, this first one is of your amazingly talented lead singer of the band, Community. Oh, Anita Mann. Yes. yes. Uh, our lead singer, Anita Mann. It is, uh, it is, it is all her aura. Okay. Okay, that is a that is a kitten skiing. Let's go ahead and show her right there. So is that your aura? It is her. It is her. Truly, okay. it is her. Okay, she says that's pretty close. It's so. very, very close. Should it be a snowboard, aura. but very close. Oh, oh. well, okay. Well, well, here then, next I have for you uh, your, your hilariously funny comedian guest, Christine Lavie. She was great. She was she awesome. Was yes. I have this. Yeah, but you have an oral, I have, uh, an I oral have picture of her. I have her aura right here. Oh, is, and snowboarding. Is. There we go. It's a kitten snowboarding. It is so. So, do most auras involve feline snow sports? No, they is just that... happen to be very similar. It just happened. They're, they're similar auras. They are very. They're like the same right. in their soul. They're very okay. in their soul, right? You're the same. Fair enough. This All is right. what I know about so, you. So, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, I have others. I have others. That that that, that, that right. very angry young man who talked about God all the time. That man. Yes, Dan he Weber. Dan, our, our, Dan our Weber. Yes, I have him right here. Here he is, right here. Oh. Okay, let me see this one. Uh, this, this is clearly Oh, a, he's finished. He's going through the finish line there. So. Clearly late fall, early early yeah, summer, perhaps. Clear, yeah, it's clearly not, not, not a winter scene at all. Not a winter, winter scene at all. You, this, the, the skateboard doesn't have wheels there, so that is a winter his, sport there. His aura is very different. His aura is very wintry, but... He's angry. Yeah, angry. Angry, but, Angrily but winning. winning. Yes, so but I can winning. see that. That's that's good. So I usually charge for these these portraits, you know, $10 cash only, really. But So you can go. But I have one for you, oh, Richie. Okay. I have one okay. for you, of course. All of right. course. Sure, sure. Perhaps a drink ticket? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll buy you a drink. Fine. For Thank an oral you. painting, you betcha. You for an oral it. picture. All right. So this this is, is my aura here. This is your aura. I believe that. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I believe it is that you. That is so accurate. Ladies is and gentlemen, it not my accurate? aura. Ladies and gentlemen. It is him. So the ten dollars, perhaps, as well. That would Thank be, you so much. That would no, be I'm not going to give you the money. Luckily, I have a roadie to take you away. Ev! Uh, I would just maybe the, uh, your drink, perhaps. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, another, no, he'll get you that drink. Go another. ahead. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. My aura and Katiana, everybody, give it up for Katiana and her fantastic. She sees deep down in you and pulls out what's deep inside. There we go, oral artist. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to bring up your main guest of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am very excited for this, but thank you so much, Amanda. Your, your guest tonight, so good. In fact, the innovator of Portland late night live talk shows. He started here four years ago, and I'm so happy to have him on the stage for the first show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the unsinkable Ed Foreman, everybody. Give it up for Ed Foreman. Thank <laughs> you. 
schooling me in talk show welcome hosting home, right there. Welcome Hey, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Richie and tonight on the rocks. You formed everybody. Oh the my key goodness. to late night television is yelling at people. Ah! Is that is that a, is that a key? That's one of mine. That's and, one of and, your keys. And drinking. Oh, cheers and drinking. to you, people. On the rocks, ladies and gentlemen. On the rocks, there we a couple go. for us right mm -hmm. here. We're gonna we're gonna loosen Richie up, ladies and gentlemen. What are you saying? All right, that is that is definitely not mixed. Okay. It's straight. That's that, how is, I'm doing. that is awesome. I'm how just gonna I? go ahead and keep this one over here because it has my sore burns on. All right. Um. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you so you much. For, uh, thank you. Ladies beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say, it's good to be home. It is. It should be. This man, for four it's years. Good to be home. Four, four years, years, right? You were here. Well, I don't remember most of it, but they tell me it was four. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. They, they tell you it's four. Uh, you, you did this. Now, you're no longer here because I'm at your spot. You, you are Mr. Tuesday Night. It's in my contract at this point that I actually don't do Tuesdays anymore. Oh. So uh, we're glad to have him here. And I, I can't say uh, enough. I'm proud of you for, for doing this. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you and for uh, getting over. Tra blazing the trail. I, I am a trailblazer. No, no red, black, or uh, uh, white on me. Just a lot of pink tonight. But very... Right, very masculine very, pink. Yes, that's right. I look like a gay Colonel Sanders. Thank you very ah. much. Uh, but yes, uh, it's, it's great to have someone back back in the house. There, there's something special about this room, mm -hmm. and uh, I love it very much. Right, it's uh, it's the open flame, which I enjoy. I think is a, is a special part of it. Yeah, I think. Uh, or, or, or it's the people that are going to set you on fire. Well, there is that too. They're setting you on fire. Now, you, as well as <clears throat> I, are hosts of a particularly popular show in yes. town. Yes, it's I, called I, Sinferno. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness, it's so much fun. How much do you love Sinferno? How much do you love doing I, it? Listen, when you get paid uh, X amount of dollars, let's just say I become a hundred air every time. Mm. Uh, I host Sinferno. Hundred air. You have you have uh, beautiful, sexy ladies around you, free you drinks, and you're the center of attention. Why would you not do that? It's a beautiful I have thing. I no clue why you would. I, I love it. I love that we get to share that responsibility. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's That's a fantastic thing. responsibility to. Uh, oh, sadly, to bring up the, the half naked ladies and go goes. It is. It's yeah, it is very, so hard. Very tough job. It's very hard. Now, right now. You are actually on vacation from uh, Al's den. I am. I I, uh, I prolonged. I actually set back my vacation for you, sir. I set back Thank my you. vacation for you. Thank you very and much. And the band and uh, and I'm sad that the sexy lady left. That's She's just probably a, tinkling and she'll be that's back. That's just they're, they're, de depressed me right there. Yes, uh, I set back my vacation. Um, I, I I had to decide where where I was going to travel. Mm -hmm. Folks, uh, I love the Northwest. I love Portland, the best city in the goddamn world. Oh, right? yeah, of course. All right? PDX, you know motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know, I've written a lot of books about the region, so I had to decide, was I going to stay local? Was I going to stay right. local? As a hundred air, was I going... Well, I mean, the world's your oyster as a hundred air. Uh, it it so. is. Well, the, the Oregon is your oyster as a, as a hundred air. Come on. So I, I had to look through my books. I decided, was I going to go... Uh, this is my book on Tigard. Was I going to go to Tigard, uh, which I call Gateway to the Next Suburb? <laughs> No, there, no, yes. I wasn't going to go there. Uh, okay. We've, got, of course, got uh, Newburgh. Newburgh, naturally. Uh, boxed wine country. Yes. Right there it is right there. The nope. classiest boxed wine people. The, the classiest. Uh, there, of course, is anybody from Milwaukee in the house? That one, one guy uh, one guy in, in the back. back. Here's my guide to Milwaukee. You might be familiar with it. It's called Strip Club Used Car Dealership. Strip Club Used Car Dealership. Dolphin 12 Broken Down Plane Used Car <laughs> Dealership. 
Uh, they, thank you, the street of broken dreams, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that is McLaughlin. That is uh, And find anybody from, anybody from Gresham, Lord knows they catch the blue line over here. There, there it is right there. My guide to Gresham entitled The Midwest of Portland. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Midwest of Portland. But I, I decided, Richie, I wanted, I wanted to go big. Sure, you have to. Uh, I decided I want to go to the sleaziest, cheapest, best party city in the world. Okay, okay. A little place nestled between... The lights of Las Vegas and the desperation of Reno lies Los Reno. Oh. There it is. Yeah, that's right. That's where I'm going on vacation as soon as I'm out of here tonight. Los Reno. Los Reno. I'm grabbing a Greyhound to drink, a, a Greyhound to dog, and a Greyhound bus ticket, and I am going to Los Reno. Very excited about that. That's where I'm taking I can, I can my vacation. I would be excited about that. that that's that's, by the that's way, prostitute country this, right this is, there. I would oh. be excited too. Well, it's a place where they have a, a brisket for a dollar, whiskey for a nickel, and chicks actually pay to blow you. You do the Yay! rim shot! See, we're Perfect timing. That's Marcus right that's there. That's brilliant. See, we're teaching. On it. That's all right. You're going to learn. You've got to be on that pivot. He's good. This is the first show. You've got to be on that pivot. Learning curves. It's good. Here, I'm going to do that again. Where chicks actually pay to blow you. Hit me. There it is. Yeah. Let's give it up for the band, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Ed. Yes, sir. I think one thing that I've noticed about us, it's a little, uh, that that might be somewhat, we're gonna be in conflict a little bit as far as late night in Portland goes. Right. Is, uh, I think, the, the hair. I think we might have a hair oh, off. We might have a, a, a hair off. A hair off later that on. That sounds disgusting. Well, okay, it, it's kind of, yeah, my yeah. hair is disgusting. I don't understand. Well, you have a beautiful. We, oh, well, a beautiful mane. This man right there also a fantastic, Thank beautiful you very much. mop. Thank you very much. I think much. later on, later on, I'm just gonna keep it. I'm just gonna keep it growing, and hopefully, I can I meet we, your majesty. I think we have to do. I think we have to do a, a late night hair battle. In I fact, think I think we I might. think that's a video that we should go out. A late night hair battle. A late night hair battle. Maybe go to Bishop's and get some new looks and and. Oh, I'm open for it. I'm open for it because this whole Chucky doll thing works like eh, every once in a while. And oh, that's a beautiful sudden, thing. What? Yeah, he does look like Chucky. Seriously. Yeah. Do you see Willy Wonka and the FreeCreditReport.com guy? You see that too? Yeah. yeah you do. Yeah, completely aware. You should sing some of those FreeCredit.com songs with the band. That would be a great... Oh, that'd be great. That's a great bit. That's a great fucking bit. Can I remember any of them? Fuck. Can I remember? They say a man should always dress for the job he wants. So why am I dressed up like a pirate in this restaurant? It's all because some hacker stole my identity. So I'm in here every evening serving chowder and iced teas. Should have gone to FreeCreditReport.com. Yeah! Should have seen it coming at me like an atom bomb. Fuck! There it goes. There you go. That's wow. All I got. But You're seriously. a host of Tonight on the Rocks. Oh, I was excited. I was like, I know this. I well, know you this. do. We've done it. We do. We'll do Dr. Dre on our show, and you'll do freecredit.com. I, will do, I think that would be fantastic. great. Hey, everybody. All That's right. Brilliant. It's good. Now, you. what I, what I want to do most, most of all in, being, uh, in, in, in becoming a new talk show and you being the innovator and being so experienced is I want tips. I want to become the best talk show host I can. Do you have tips for me to become a better talk show host? I do. I've got my foreman four. My foreman, foreman four, man. Right. Uh, I've got, uh, you know, I've done this late night game uh, 375 times. I've done the Ed Foreman show Holy with shit. Me, Ed Foreman. Uh, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you can see him at Al's Den at the Crystal Hotel, 1030 to 1230. It's a fantastic venue and a fantastic show. You should check it out. It's lovely. You come see the pillar. By the stage, come see the pillar. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, we're doing great, but uh, yes, I have tips. Uh, uh, number one, right, is is the importance, and I think these people will agree with me, the importance to 
being funny uh, or or laughing at funny is is the booze. I believe that people oh, agree. Okay. You got to knock them back. So I, I say we there knock we these back. Knock them back. Let's, come on, let's get rusty. Chug, chug. Let's get them knock them back. Chug, chug. Another one. Chug, 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 chug. That's a man! Boys, boys, give me a ba-ba! There it is! They're oh learning. God. They're learning. <laughs> yeah. So feel, anyway. Yeah. Now do freecredit.com. Okay, uh, moving Should've on. Should've gotten free credit. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, move, moving on, you have to use the things that, that you got. And you talked about right? Sinferno. Oh, we, have, we have sexy ladies at our disposal. Right, yeah. I don't, that sounds bad. That sounds very Dexter. We do. We do have, well, it's With not, the sexy ladies at our disposal. Not at our disposal. They are nice enough to, to be involved in our projects. They will be it's involved nice in our projects. That's a nice way to say we can call any sexy lady we want. Make any it sexy happen. lady we want. You have to use that to your advantage, as I say. You have to advantage. use it to your advantage. You ask the people, who here likes going to strip clubs? Who here likes the lucky devil? Who here just wants to make some noise for titties? See? That shit. And that, that also like goes that. into like the that. audience interaction. Yeah, the comedy just, rule of threes. You always give them the, you see the that. option <laughs> of titties at the end. You gotta. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You gotta throw like titties that. at the end. Okay. Uh, DrDreFreeCredit.com or titties. Titties. Right. I uh, love it. Once again, using what you have, Dante's, a bunch of fucking freaks in this room. You are all a bunch of freaks, and, and we, we love, love you. you for and it. we love you for it. Freak, freak. There were three freaks that clapped and two that were making out right there. That's perfect. You have to use them. They're snuggling. The, 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 the Elvises, the drunk cougars, the lefties. I'm right. shocked that lefty isn't here, and I'm hurt. He'll, he'll show up. He, he, he will. Run, he he, will he show wanders up. around. Three weeks Reaking in a row. <laughs> he, 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 he one time, three weeks in a row in March of 2010, he interrupted my monologue every week. Every week we would write a monologue, which is hard wow. enough for me right. as I wake up at 9 p.m. for a 10 p.m. show, and I drink a lot. Okay. And he would, he, would, he would come in, and he would stand right there with his one arm, and he'd go, It's for me, you fucking know you're an asshole, and I love you. And that's the best part about, uh, about Lefty is that afterwards, when you're done with the show, he will come up to you and go, I only do that to the ones I like. Yeah, I only do it. He only does it to the ones he like. But you got to use them. You got to use them. That's tip yeah, number three. Right. Now, folks, tip number four. This is rare air. Okay. Uh, we've been doing this. This is going on our sixth year here at Dante's with Late Night. You're very lucky. You're very lucky. Most cities have maybe a clown or two. You have multiple late-night fucking talk show hosts. We do. This is real. We drink, and we're still funny. We have great music. You're here. Here's what you got to do, though. I'll tell, tell you me. this. I'm all ears. I'm You're going to be here every fucking week. Every week. It's too much. Too much? Too much. You can't do it. I, the greatest lesson I learned in late-night television, I learned from Saddam Hussein. Okay. A, a, a great teacher. A great teacher. <laughs> you right. have to have a body double. Oh, Listen, that makes a lot of sense. When, okay. you're, when you're in your third year of the show, and in mm -hmm. one month alone, in January, it's your fifth interview of Smacky the Clown. I love Smacky the Clown. I know, but fifth time in January, okay, right, you're going to be over it. You need someone to take your place. People are gunning for you, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I'd like to show you my final tip. Body okay. double. I have several. I'd like to bring out here, ladies and gentlemen. Boys, if you can bring him out here, get a little something for me. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Ed Foreman. Ed Foreman, ladies and gentlemen. Ed Foreman, everybody. Here he is. I thought it. Oh, okay, yeah. You gotta, you gotta do it. 
All right. No, this makes sense. Smart. He smart. Actually, yeah, it goes straight to the lead singer. Yeah. Baby, yeah, there is. Now let's give it up for Ed. Come on, everybody! Oh my goodness, that's great. He's like your twin. Is you look, you look sexy. You look sexy, baby. Thank you. Oh, that is just like you. It's like I'm looking at a sexy mirror. I feel like I'm looking at a sexy mirror. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. Buffalo Bill, baby. Yeah, that's a good reference. Silence of the Lambs. Who doesn't love Jodie Foster, baby? We all love her. Whether She's or not she loves up, she is the best. Flight. Flight. <laughs> See, this is... No, it's great. It's and great. we just riff. That's this what is we... like your wet dream to interview you, isn't oh, it? God, this I'm, is so... I'm hard. How hard are you? <laughs> Harder than you, baby. Uh, hard enough to 11... 12, baby. It's hard to 12, son of a bitch. Yeah. Christopher Guest. That's yeah, that's good. Spinal Tap, good references. We do this. We're smart, baby. Yeah, they don't know it, but even after the drinking, we're smart. 1,800 on the SATs. Is that what we got? Yes. Combined? No. Oh. Oh. What? What? Yeah. Yes. Who? When? Where? Why? What? How? Abbott. <laughs> Abbott. Abbott. You're supposed to say Costello, Costello. baby. Costello. Abbott and Costello, Seinfeld. Baby. George. What the hell? Steinbrenner. <laughs> Yankees, baby. Bra- Braves. Bra- Red Sox. I screwed up. You're wearing Red Sox. I'm wearing yellow socks, yeah, baby. Yeah, you are. We look oh, good. Oh, you Ronald like the McDonald's socks. socks. Oh, oh, yeah. This is real, baby. Oh, look at us do it. A little All bit right, of stop. chin love. That's nice. You that think, was good. You think I take over an interview. Watch oh, my Mac- clone take over he's fucking do- interview. Yeah, he's doing fantastic. Now, here's the thing I want to do for you. Okay. I- here's what I want to do. I'm giving... I, want, I have a present for Richie. I would like to give you to your him. own... Body double. My own body double, ladies and gentlemen. This is exciting. My own body double. Okay. So I'll let you do it. I'll let you bring him up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Richie Stratton. Yeah. Come on, boys. There he is. All right. Oh, man. That, yeah. Oh, there he is. I love this guy. Go ahead. Richie, let's take a, you want to take a break? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, let's take a break. Uh, we'll go get a drink. You guys go, go ahead and uh, fill in here. Yeah, we'll just, yeah we'll we got the body doubles. Okay. We're going to let them take over. Yeah, Everyone yeah. give it up for Ed Richie! Hey, look at this, everybody. We got Ed Foreman on the show right here. It's, it's great How to... How you uh, doing, Richie? Hey, you know, I'm doing really well. It's, it's, it's great. It's just great I, over I here. I love your hair. It's very Bob Ross, Thanks. baby. Thanks a lot. It's the best. Can I touch it? Yeah, oh, yeah. It I, feels exactly like what I thought guy. it would feel like, it's baby. Like it's great. So I was wondering, do you like, uh, you were talking about, I don't know, just things. Do you like, do you like basketball? Uh, no, I don't like basketball. I don't like men in shorts, baby. Oh, right. This right. is all polyester. Oh. Right, right. Well, <laughs> that's great. I mean, I heard you write books. Uh, yeah, books, I write yeah, books, big baby. Book writer. I got three books. One's called Shit or You'll Explode. Oh, wow, wow. The other one is called What's the Deal with Tualatin? I Can't Get a Boner Over There. What? And the third one's called Fuck Trimet. Right, right. Well, those are great book titles. I love them. They're published by Penguin Publishing in an igloo in the Antarctic, baby. Oh, wow, wow. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a new talk show host, obviously. Do you have any advice for me? Suck the McMenamin's teat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good. It's a, a good. good idea. It's a good racket, yeah, baby. Yeah. It's a good racket. Oh. Give it up for 
Richie Stratton, everybody. Give it up. And informant, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, I got a big dick, baby. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Yep. There it is. There it is. My classic line. That is your classic line. You're Thank very you. Bronxy. I, I know. Well, my I'm very dice clay in caricature. Right. Not right. necessarily as me. Boom, baby. I know there's a lot of. I haven't said baby since 2009, but they keep bringing it back. They 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 enjoy it. I'm very polite. I like you that. You are very I like fair. And like God, what an afro. Hey, thank you so much. I wish you the best. Thank you. God bless you. Take care of him. I'm Ed Foreman. I'm getting rid of myself. Good night, everybody. Ed Good Foreman, night. everybody. Ed Foreman. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Ed Foreman. One more time for Ed Foreman, everybody. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. I'm going to give it over. I'm going to give it over to the community in just a second. Just want to let you know that next week we have the very funny Ian Carmel as our comedic guest. And from the Big and Loud podcast, we have Big Jim Willig and Don Frost, ladies and gentlemen. Those are our guests. Hope to see you. Here's the community. Hope you had fun. See you later, everybody. shenanigans with stuff in our way and stuff. All the comedians tonight made me laugh. Every single one of them made me laugh. And thank you, because you made me live maybe like an extra week or so, because laughter makes you live longer. I've tried, but they're all too small. I'm not Weston, man. Do I look like the guitarist? Make him freaking bigger or something. Come on now. All right, so we're the community. We're super stoked to do this on Tuesday nights. Um, Really excited to do this with Rich. This was fun. Uh, This was great. So for, I guess, the last little bit now, we're going to just play you guys out. Maybe we'll get you guys to dance a little bit because we like to boogie a little bit. Can uh, he, Mr. Soundman? Can you turn his mic on? Check one, two, three, two, four, check seven, two, three, two, four.
612. My social security is 619-4530. Other numbers involved. My phone number is 403-2782. Wait, that's not right. So this one has a girlfriend, too. Don't pay attention to what he's talking about. (laughs) Somebody likes me. So I need a set list.
song written by a friend of ours. Her name's Mally. We call that Mallyisms because she never shows up to anything. <laughs> or else she would sing it. <laughs> or else she would sing it, exactly. So um, we like to cover things sometimes. This one's a good one. It's a little punk song. Anybody wants to dance, join in. <laughs>
thing won't start because it has a radiator and it's cold outside. So I'll try to be working my Volkswagen. If I can ever get that to run. It's not one of our own. Uh, it's fantastic, and I'm not even going to tell you who it's a cover of because you're going to guess it yourself.
that. So, uh, so I think, possibly, I think this is our last song. So we're running a little late. Um, but thanks so much. This was fun, and we're stoked to come here week and week again. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Thanks thank all you. the comedians. Thanks all the guests. Yes, thanks, thank you, comedians, cats, Richie. Richie and his beautiful hair that smells great. <laughs> Love it. So really quickly, going to introduce our band. My name is Anita Mann. Yes, that is my name. I'm married into it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> It's Mr. Weston Conat. <laughs> He's on our league attack. We got Mr. Ricky Baloo right here on the bass. And then we got Marcus Adams on the drums. Just like the beer, if you didn't know. All right, so this last one, it was actually written by my husband, which is really funny. And uh, he wrote it. And it took me like three years to actually put music to it and it just kind of sat around and it, whatever. Now we turned it into music because of Weston, which is great. It's called Brett's song. <laughs> Let's do it.
Thank you guys. We're the community. Check us out on Facebook. We're here every Tuesday night. Yay, tonight on the rocks, first night. Tonight on the rocks, Richie Stratton. Thank you, Dante's and our Thank bartenders, you, Rock. Thank you, everybody involved in all of this. This is fun. All of you who showed up to this and Sound stayed. Sound guys great, too. Fantastic.